generational now is the time get under a covering come to resurrection house for all nations come sit under apostle chica you are more than welcome to join us we have services on sunday at 10 a.m join us in person join us online connect with this covenant connect with this breakthrough in jesus name amen Mark Gonzalez here of the Heritage Hour every Saturday morning at 8 and these daily spots called Whispers of God. We're at number 4 of 30 key one another whispers God has given us as we build relationships with people. Romans 12 tells us to give preference to one another in honor or more simply put, defer to one another. I read a great story several years ago of a small company that had become huge because of a simple but powerful principle the president would constantly share with his management staff. Remember team, whenever something good happens in our company, there is always enough credit to go around. Oh, I love that. In other words, don't toot your own horn. Defer to the efforts of others and lift them up for praise. And if you do, then they will want to serve the company, not have to. For more, check out markpg.org. 860 AM WAEC Atlanta. The following program is paid for by James Ware. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or Beasley Media Group. This is not a time to get distracted. This is not a time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. Your destiny is too important to give up for anything. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. We count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak to your people and deal with the hearts of those that were, would be, will be your people. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're going to do. Now, Father, I ask you to bless me that I speak only that which you would have me to say. I pray that I decrease and you increase in my life, that I can go forth and do that which you would have me to do. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. 
thank God for what the Lord is doing, what he's going to do. Thank God for you, especially you. Amen. Uh, we thank God for the last of this month. We pray that you be a part of the crusade we are having here in East Point, Georgia, Atlanta, metro area. And we are hoping that you would sacrifice and come out. Amen. I believe that it will be a blessing to you. No, we are not selling no holy water. We are not selling no this, no that. We are only coming to do what the Lord has put on my heart to tell his people. Amen. And I'm still waiting on him to tell me. Amen. I don't try to do anything pre plan. I don't, I'm not condemning those that do do it that way, but I say I don't. I trust and believe God to give me uh, what it needs. Now, there are times that a couple of days before he give me a message, and there are times that I begin to uh, say, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to say. And I'm trusting in you. And at that hour or uh, that time, uh, right before I open up the Bible after prayer, and he usually give me that which I need to speak. Because I, I, I know I have to give an account, brothers and sisters. Just like you're going to have to give an account, I'm going to have to give an account of the deeds done in my mortal body. And I don't want to mislead anyone. I want you to know without a shadow of a doubt that God have called you, have chose you to be a part of his remnant. Amen. You can't, you're not able to get in this uh, direction except the Lord. I know that people say, well, just repeat after me. And they tell you to say what they call a sinner's prayer. I never read that, okay? Never read that. I've read close to it, but I never read that sinner's prayer. And so you say, but brother, where? I can remember I got saved. And went, okay, well, you didn't get saved. You got saved because God dealt with your heart and you repented and you followed righteousness. That's how you got converted. That's how you got saved. When you surrender you to the dealing of the Holy Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, I want to talk to you today briefly uh, with one little basic statement. We have turned from his way uh, to our way. Amen. We have turned from his way to our way. Now, let me go back to uh, Romans first, and then I go to Isaiah. Uh, Romans, the 10th chapter, and it says uh, this, Romans 10th chapter and the second verse, it says, I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. 
For they being ignorant of God's righteousness is going about to establish their own righteousness, having have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Now listen, I know he wasn't, he was talking about Israel, Paul was, at that given time, and and the reason he was saying that because they had their own righteousness, they had their own concept. Remember when they went to John to be, uh, converted or to be baptized, then the question was asked uh, from John, who have warned you to flee, you generation of vipers? In other words, why is the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and those peoples was in the position that they talking about, well, I want the, I want the truth too. I want to hear the word too. I want to do this. I want to do that. But the truth of the matter is they was establishing their own righteousness. Now, a lot of times we do the same thing. I'm guilty of it in the past, establishing my own righteousness. If you didn't do it the way Brother Ware did it, then I thought that you were in error or you weren't even saved. I went so far as to say that. Let me, before I get too far, let me give you an uh Old Testament scripture in Isaiah, okay? In Isaiah, um, the 53rd chapter and the 6th verse says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own ways. The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Now, the bottom line, folks, we can fix it up and say what we will. We all want to do things our way most of the time. Now, what you mean most of the time? Well, see, let me tell you something. One thing I learned, a babe in Christ, a babe in Christ usually be sincere. That's I'm talking about the ones in Christ now. You're going to say, well, I know some. They ain't doing nothing but doing what, but if they're in Christ, they might not know the scriptures. They might not know the, the what I would call uh, the uh, church things to do. But one thing, these babes in Christ is they got love and compassion in their heart. They love Christ and they love the peoples of God. They love because they understand that God is love. So what we, what Isaiah was saying, we're all done gone astray. We like sheep. Sheeps can't, if they lead a, a flock and wandered off more, that's why they had the sheep dogs to gather and different things. Uh, and the man had the, the rod to guide them by the rod because they don't see that for them. They're not able to discern uh, if they pull away from the the group, they can get maybe 10 or 12 feet, and that's it. They don't even know where they would have to go by where they heard the group. They can't see that far. 
So we as peoples of God, the Bible saying that we of all have went in our own way. What you saying? Our own way. Our own way is we come up with our own plan of salvation. You can go to certain churches right now. They'll tell you you're not saved except you uh, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, guess what? That ain't what the scripture said. Yes, I can find baptism of Jesus in the New Testament. And that Peter and them went uh, in the book of uh, Acts a couple of times that they, they said that. But they didn't say nothing about salvation only had to go that way. You see, we got to understand God's way is not our way. And it's hard for us to kick against the Lord. A lot of us kicking against God when the Lord is really trying to draw us, trying to allow us to see the direction that he would have us to go. So we get confused and we get stubborn because we have our own plan. And our own plan always fails. Always. Oh, yeah, the devil can do certain things to make you think, oh, you are right because you're doing this, you're doing that. But the truth of the matter is you can't measure it with the scriptures. Yeah, now, listen, listen to me now. You can take one scripture, anything somebody doing, they can find one scripture to justify it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't care what you decide to do. I don't care how you decide to do it. They can go in there and pull one scripture out of context. I mean, the person that's drinking, he can pull one scripture. Well, you know, God, you know, nor was a drunk, and he he got drunk and so on and so on. The one that uh, want to commit fornication, well, God loves Solomon. He chose Solomon to be the wisest man, and Solomon was married to all them women, which was 700 women's and had 300 concubines. So everything you name, you can always justify it, but you got to take the scripture out of context. The Bible will let you know that the wages of sin is death. If the wages of sin is death, then how do I know what sin is? Because God himself gave us the commandments of God to observe them. Not to be saved by them, but to be observed by them. If we want to uh, live that holy and that dedicated life that Christ would have you to do, there is some things that we have to do. We have to do. We have to do it because of the fact that the Bible have made it very plain that if we don't do these things, then we're walking away. And when we go to uh, what Jesus said in uh, the book of uh, Matthews, Matthews, the ninth chapter, and around the 30, uh, around the 36th verse. And it said, well, and when he saw the multitude, he was moved with, uh, compassion and then become they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. 
Jesus, in turn, said, The harvest are truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. You say, Oh, brother, where? I'm on the field. Wait a minute. The harvest is few. Uh, I mean, the harvest is truly plentiful, and the labor are few. Pray ye, therefore, that the Lord of the harvest, that he may send forth laborers into his harvest. Now, because of the fact that we need to be in prayer, that people need to just to get plain old salvation, folks. We're worrying about what denomination is right, who is right, what to say right, what denomination, what church, what this, what that. Why not give people Jesus and allow that Jesus to bring forth a transformation? As never before, we need people to be converted, believers. Oh, yeah. Listen. We got people being religious. We got people in the church. We got people uh, uh, saying that God have chosen, God have called them, God have did this. But at the same time, the same time, they acting contrary to the will of God. Now, if we're saying we need to turn our way to the Lord, we need to turn from the things that we are doing, the things that we believe to be right, and find out, is it right with God? That's who we need to please. Oh, it's so easy to say we're pleasing the Lord if we're doing what we want to do. What we want to do don't necessarily please the Lord. We want God to put his approval on what we are doing. And still, instead of asking God to give us the direction and, the, and, and his plan. See, because his plan is totally different from our plan. You know, you don't read the Bible says, as far as heaven is beyond the earth, so is God's ways higher than our ways. Yes, his plan is different. This is why we got all the, the rigmarole going on. This is why we got all the confusion. This is why, the, do you know what the Bible says? It's better to have a millstone tied around your neck and cast into the depths of the sea than to cause one of his little ones to go astray. So what we are doing, we are trying to prove to everybody that this is the right direction. This is the right way, the only way. And in essence, we're losing out. Yes, we're losing out. We're really losing out because of the fact that we are not trying to see what God would have us to say or to do. We are more concerned about recruiting for the church, recruiting for us. See, when we're recruiting for us, we are saying, Lord, this is what I, I want you to do. God, give me the strength. I want to do this ministry, and I want to do that ministry. Why don't you just serve God? Just walk according to he told us. Walk by faith and not by sight. We focus on walking by sight, saying we're walking about faith. That's what we do. We do it so often. 
And the sad thing is that we need to find out what would he have you to do. See, your coming wasn't in vain, brothers and sisters. Oh, no, no, no. Your coming wasn't in vain. Your coming was to be a blessing and to receive a blessing. Yes, you you are uh, what, what I could say, a person that God wants you to uh, have an input, and then he's going to make you an output. But before you do that, we need to uh, find out what is salvation. Because, see, I don't understand a person. I really don't, and it probably ain't for me to understand. But it's sad that we say we love the Lord. And we look at salvation, and we make salvation be something that the Bible never said. Too many people are going in the wrong direction. And, and we have the Bible. It's not an argumentative thing. No, ma'am. No, sir. We ain't, we ain't got to debate and argue. We just live the Bible. When we live the Bible, then God will sit, show that we are making progress. We are helping people. See, right about now, people don't like helping people. In, uh, in Psalms 51, know you're familiar with it, but it, it bears repeating, okay? Psalm 51 and 6, all right? It says, Behold, thy desire truth in the inward part. Where? In the inward part. See, we can tell, we can say something, we can make it sound good, but guess what? We are not doing it from the inward part. See, when you're doing something from the inward part, it's an altogether different situation. When you do things from your heart, it's a whole lot different than you doing because somebody asks you to do it and you doing it, you'll say, nah. And you, you ever heard people say, I don't want to do it. And, and in the process of doing, then all of a sudden, what happened? They say, well, look, you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Because I don't need the attitude. God don't need the attitude. If we say we're serving him, then how is it that it's so difficult for us to deal with the minor stuff? It is so sad we came and deal with little bitty things. We say we walk in by faith. Yes, we love to say that. But if we don't see something, uh-uh, no ma'am, no sir. I'm not moving a direction. No, I wouldn't dare move a direction. Why? Because that's not faith to me. What's faith to me is I see what God going to do down the road, and he done told me, but yet I walk. No. All right, but anyway, six verse where I was saying, Behold, thy desires truth in the inward part, in your heart, inside, in your heart, in your heart of your mind, and in the hidden parts, uh, thou shall make, uh, wait a minute, shall, wait, I'm sorry, thou shall make me to uh, know wisdom. Okay? God said, I want to show you. I really want to show you. And and see, my wisdom 
can't come from just this or that. It has to come from God. And then it says, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow, meaning clear. Uh, you almost have to wear shades uh, when snow ever, which way. It can be black dog, and you can see wherever you need to see. Why? Because of the light of it. All right. Make, uh, uh, let me let me get down to where I want to get down to. And it is uh, down here. It's uh, uh, and you can read it because I got to go on break shortly and I need to uh, uh, finish this before I go on break. Listen, uh, thy desires sacrifice else what I would have given. See, it ain't about what you can give. It's about giving you. If you're not giving you, then, and you got you, and let me show you. Let me, let me just make that plan. I'm, I'm going to my next scripture, but here's the problem. You say we're giving God us, but we have prepaid plan, prepaid plans. Even though I say I gave it to God and the devil come forth and tell me about this, and then I will, well, maybe the Lord want me to do this. Maybe the Lord want me to do that. And pretty soon I'm going in another direction. But anyway, it says I would, uh, well, I, I delight not in burnt often. So it's not in the things that we present. I know we like to present certain things to him. But the truth of the matter is, you can't present that. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in one portion of the scripture, if you finish give him something, then guess what? You and, and you ain't got it right with your brother or your sister. Then it says, take it to the, leave it at the altar. Then go get yourself right. Then come back. See, a lot of us giving stuff, and, and you know, it's kind of like the child that went out and committed fornication, and uh, come back home and say, now nah, I got a baby. And we praise her. And so when the sisters see her, the sisters say, wait a minute, I can get praise too. But now you say, well, brother, well, what you supposed to do? You can't do nothing about it. Life comes from God. But yet you can let her know that that's consequences. But we make it easy for sin. We do that because, well, at least she having my grandbaby and this and that. So you make everything easy, and then the preachers don't help. I, they don't got, uh, well, I said I'm not going to say nothing about the preachers themselves, but they don't got so bad till they don't even start doing baby showers at a church. What kind of stuff is that to an unwed mother? We are not moaning. For nothing, we are rejoicing in sin. All right, but he said the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. God will not despise. Believers, that's what we're missing. Oh, yeah, that's what we're missing. We're missing broken and contrite. I'm going to come back on this in a couple of minutes. Uh Right now, we are going to break. God bless you. Lord, I- 
Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Amen. We are back. I'm here today. You can reach me at 404-355-8699. Question or comment. Question or comment. That's 404-355-8699. What else? Okay. Uh, uh, 404 355-8699. Question or comment. All right. Uh, either you can call me at the conclusion of the broadcast on my cell phone, 404-293-7557. Give it to you at the end of the broadcast. Now, I was talking about this before we went on break. This uh, last one, it says, uh, that last verse and some way, uh, I done left there. <laughs> but the last verse I was saying, uh, uh, sacrifices of God, okay? That's 5117. We overlook this. The sacrifices of God, a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, God, uh, God of God, thou will not. Despise. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why is it that it said that? You see, if we wind up just doing what they said, repeating after them, uh, going through a form of God, and that's all that is, folks. Now, there are some people that got converted that way. Don't get me wrong, because God is om- uh, omniscient. In other words, he can cause things to to take place that wasn't. He knows the heart of man. So when a person go through and talking about, and I wish these ministers wouldn't do that, uh, and the only reason, but that's them, and I leave it alone. Uh, I I say about it, it's not scripture. If we repeat after somebody, then we haven't did anything. But repeat that person. I don't have no heaven or hell to put a person in. The Bible declared this, that if 
Uh, I had two scriptures come to my mind right quick, and I lost. But uh, here, here's what I'm saying. You don't have that authority. You don't have that authority. When you read Romans, they love that scripture, and I notice they take that out. Some people even call that a sin of prayer. Uh, it says, thy shall be saved. And the only way a person can be converted, believers, with a broken and a contrite heart. See, the peoples are not getting saved, so they're wearing what they want to wear, do what they want to do, act the way they want to act. It was a, it, listen, but when, when peoples came forth earlier, as I watched them, and I know it's been every, every generation, they done had this, okay? But let me tell you, to those of you that say that God have changed your life, you have to repent of your sins. And I ain't talking about just saying you're sorry. You, this got to be a godly repentance. And you got to recognize Jesus as Lord. And if you do that, then he will do. Like in the book of Acts, remember what they did? Uh, okay. Let me just go to it. In the book of Acts, Acts uh uh, 19 and uh, uh, 4. Okay. And and then said Paul to John Valley, uh, Valley John baptized thee uh, to repentance, saying unto the peoples that should come after him that is on Jesus Christ. Otherwise, I should have read. Let me let me let me just read up a little bit further so you can get to understand. And I won't have to tell you. All right. Uh, at the second verse, okay. And he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believe? And they said unto him, We have not. So heard much. So heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. Now, to those of you brothering, sistering, whatever, those of you that say, I baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, or Holy Spirit, these folks hadn't even heard that, okay? So, therefore, they hadn't even heard the Holy Ghost. He baptized them into repentance, okay? Saying, believe on the one that's coming up. Now, the next verse, it says, and he said unto them, uh, What then were you baptized? He said, And they said unto John baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is on Jesus Christ. And they heard this, and they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, listen to me, believers. See, when truth comes, you repent, and you do the right thing. And still, you said, those people saying, well, I'm, I'm saved, and I know I was saved because I, I was baptized under John Baptist, and I ain't no use in me, you telling us nothing. No, no, no. They came to the knowledge. Why? Because they had a broken heart. They had a sincere heart. 
when you have a sincere heart and truth come, you want to do that which truth tell you to do. You don't want to just do what you feel uh, where, you know, uh, that's just your opinion. No, if I'm giving you scripture, if you send scripture, then guess what? Turn to the scripture. That's why I tell people about the commandments of God. You want to know what sin is? I'm not telling you that the commandments save anybody because you can keep the commandments of God as the man went to Jesus and he was saying, well, I've been keeping this, and I'm just paraphrasing. I just did this ever since I, from my youth, and I kept all the commandments. He said, lacking now one. Now, I didn't. I would have t- said to Christ, wait a minute, where that come at? I ain't heard that. I ain't heard nobody say, sell all you have and giving it to the poor and come and follow me. Well, guess what? The reason he did that, because he understood well was Christ. Uh, where, I mean, I'm sorry, Christ understood where was his heart. His heart really wasn't in the Scripture because if he was keeping, observing the commandments, keeping the commandments, that he wouldn't have a... Uh, concept in where he's saying, well, uh, 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 he leaving out covenants. Yes, I guarantee you. I guarantee you covenants had him. So since covenants had him, then guess what? He couldn't deal with it. All right? But uh, where I was, uh, and, and, and yeah, I was reading in uh, Acts the 19th chapter. And uh, round uh, fourth verse. And then said Paul unto them, yeah. Now, yeah, okay. Then they repented and they were baptized. You know why? Simply because they wanted to be obedient. They wanted to be obedient. They was uh, going in a form of godliness. But they was willing to make an about face. Now, if they was willing to make a bow face, how come we are not willing? We want to argue the point. As I was saying, the enemy didn't want me to finish it. As I was saying on the uh, the baptism, on, on the commandments, the commandments don't save nobody. But if you want to know what sin is, then you will observe the commandments. No, no, no. I, I tell anybody. I went years saying I'm observing the commandments. And wasn't even observing the Sabbath. Even though I was observing, called myself observing the Sabbath, I called myself doing that, but that's all I was doing. I was justifying what I was doing. And when you are justifying what you were doing, you're not doing it unto the Lord. But when you do it unto the Lord, it adds no sorrow. You're not doing it so somebody can say, well, you know, I did this and I did that and, and so on and so on. Now, when we was uh, doing things, I can remember going out to eat. I remember that. See, most preachers don't tell you to, that they, they, they want you to look at them like they never did. And, 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 and I wasn't even feeling guilty about it. But then one day, when, when everything, when the dust cleared, the Lord says, well, you got servants. You got male servants or female servants when you go to the restaurant. Yeah, but they're going to break the Sabbath anyway. 
I'm just going to get something to eat. You know how we justify things? Then guess what? I had to come to grips that if I was going to do the right thing, if I was going to stand on the right thing, and if I was going to teach something, then I need to teach that which God would have me to say. So therefore, I had to erase certain things out of my life. Because that is that you call, we call them waitress, but they serving you. They you need some OT, you need some, your dinner, you need that brought to you, whatever they are serving you. And I had to look at that while I'm running around telling people, well, you know, you I, I honor the Sabbath and I keep all, not just some of the commandment, I keep them all. But I had to rewrite it in my heart. I had to do it simply because of the fact that the Lord pricked my heart. Now, in the 10th chapter, I know I read the first book. I need to get, uh, get this uh, finished because I stopped. Uh, 10th chapter of Romans, and around the 6th verse, he says, But the righteousness, which is of faith, speak it on this wise. See, I already came here. Now, this is why I come here, because I knew that they're going to say, but brother, where? You must be in read Romans the 10th chapter. I want you to understand, I have read it. I'm concerned about it, but I want you to hear the truth of it. It says, uh, the sixth verse, uh, speaking, uh, uh, but the righteousness, which is of faith, speaketh on this wise. Say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. Other words, he you know, you can't do that. Uh, he have already came from heaven. He's already been born of a virgin. He's already then came and shed his blood and died. And man, when I got a revelation of that, I said, wow. You know, I, I, I mean, and, and we often get a little bitty uh, nuggets. You know, uh, somebody was, I was talking to someone, I can't think of who it was, and this person is um, uh, familiar with the medical. Uh, they more studied in the medical. And he began to say, Oh, yeah, now nah, I, I would think. He began to say that when a baby is born, they don't check the baby's mother to see where the mother is, the baby mother of what. They get the, the uh, DNA from the father because even though the mother carried the baby, the mother uh, uh, birthed the baby, do everything, but the mother, his DNA come from daddy so he it, the child he or she came from the daddy and the daddy blood is in this child even though the mama fed him the mama did everything doing the the uh the right uh bringing the child from the fetus uh up okay so the daddy blood is in the child now guess what christ was born of a virgin so the daddy blood, God blood, the, uh, the blood of God was spilt 
on Calvary. It was the blood, not of Joseph, not of Mary, but the blood of God. God's blood was spilt. That's why it says that blood will never lose its power. Amen. But that's just a little nugget that I got uh, when I was hearing them talk about that. But anyway, uh, six chapters. So seven, seven verse, I mean, 10th chapter, seven verse say, or who shall descend unto the deep? Uh, we went down. Eighth verse say, but what says it? The word is now thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Listen, believers, we as saints talk about faith. They talk, ah, we live by faith. We do this by faith. They do less than sinners do most of the time by faith. They don't do stuff by faith. They talk it. Yeah, they sound good, but if we don't get no connection, if we don't get no uh, bed shaking, if we don't get no light, if we don't get this or that, then we're going to say, oh, God, you got to speak to me. Wait a minute. How come How come sinners can believe God? Sinners will take an investment, not sin, and believe that they can get something out of it. But uh, we that are saying we got faith, we got to see everything. Man, it's so sad that I, I, I watch how that we want to see this and see that and still are walking by faith. We supposed to be the example of them. But the word is by faith that the word is of faith which we preach. I want you to get that. It's by faith. It's the faith that God done pricked that heart. It's faith that God calls in you to be in the position to, to fear have fear and saying, I'm tired of being in sin. I'm tired of doing this, and I'm tired of not doing the right thing. So in essence, you begin to say, God, just help me, transform me, change my life. You, The word was there in your mouth. And it said, but if thou shall confess, here it is. This is what people say. This is what they want you to do. If thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thy shall be saved. It didn't say you were. So what gives somebody the right to deceive somebody? See, when you deceive people and tell them that they are saved when they are not, so when they go to struggling and having a problem with this and a problem with that, then all of a sudden you say, yeah, you just got to have faith. No, no, no. The person could be convicted and not converted. And if the person is convicted and not converted, then guess what? You're trying to make it be something that is not. So if you had told the person that if you confess and believe it in your heart, then God will save you. He will do it. Why? Because his word is right. And then that person will begin to reach out, begin to cry out to God that the Lord will begin to pull him or her in because, see, the Bible let us know uh, in, the, in this 
in, in the scriptures of uh, Colossians, I'm going back there. I ain't left there yet. I still got a couple minutes. It said in Colossians, it said, beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. Uh, wow. Through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the ruminant of the world. See, everybody now is saved, regardless of what, what condition they're in. They can be cussing. They can be fornicating. They can be shacking. They can be doing whatever. They'll say, well, I'm saved, but God working on me. No, 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 brothers and sisters. You got to be real. You got to confess and believe and allow the Lord to come in and transform your life. If you allow the Lord to come in and transform your life, then he can do it. But as long as you sitting up there, and I often use this, if you at the table, you sitting at the table from me, and I'm, I, I'm eating a lot of food, and I say, oh, would you like to have something? No, I'm fine. I, I'm, I, I, I'm doing good. But your stomach growling, you want something to eat, but you're telling me, Oh, I'm full. I don't want that. Guess what? That's the same way when we allow people, when we tell people something, they know in their heart that they are not converted. They know in their heart that we don't, they don't turn to their own way. They don't turn people's away in the name of the Lord, and yet they are not able to correspond behind it. They're not. They're not. I'm telling you, if they was able to correspond behind it, if they was able to give uh, 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 a different, they would have a different outlook on life. They would have a different outlook only because, and listen to me, those of you that got converted, you had a different outlook. If you really got converted, you had a different outlook. You didn't see things like you were seeing them. You didn't have hatred at and this in your heart, no, 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 you didn't do that. You know why? Because of the fact that you loved it, the Lord and God had pricked your heart. All right? And it said, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thy shall be saved. Why? For with the heart, if it's in your heart, brothers and sisters, you got a transformation. With the heart, man, believe it unto righteousness. Let me tell you something. If you got something in your heart, listen, I don't care who they say, what they say, nobody can change it. It will take a miracle to move it out of your heart. You know why? Because it's in your heart. When a person is converted and it's in the heart, listen, I know some people. I I, I, I was trying to tell this uh this young sister that, well, you need to get saved. That sister hurry up and say, oh, no, I got saved from a particular program that come on TV, and I know God saved me. I know he transformed my life. She didn't even buckle down and say nothing different. She didn't say whether you was doing this or doing that. No, no, no. She didn't say why you think this. No, she stood on what she knew. Why? Because the word, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The word, it stands for itself. Okay? And, and it says, uh, 
uh, for the heart believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If I'm going to be saved, if I'm going to be holy, if I'm going to say I'm a child of the king, I'm not going to do like everybody else. I'm going to confess. I'm not going to have this cussing and drinking and doing these things. I'm not going to do these worldly things. Not that worldly things make one saved or unsaved, but it sure do bear fruit. I'm not going to have the same mentality of a person that's in the street. I'm going to have a transformation. And the transformation is I'm speaking different. I'm not speaking the same way. I don't have the same talk. How is it that the saints got the same talk in the world? And then they say, and I know a whole lot of popular peoples, a whole lot of popular, I ain't called it no name, but they are popular with, uh, with the world. And because they are popular, then they are able to say, but I'm just, I'm just a sinner saved by grace and, and making room for this. We got to really stand on the word of God. We that love God, not to make anybody shame, but to make them to know we're standing on God. And say, with the, with the heart, a uh, man believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It will be a real thing. It will be real. Salvation will not be a joke like what we seeing. It's a joke. Look, be real, believers. Uh, you seeing so many people now, it's a joke. It's a joke. And we bring in an open shame to the Lord. So since we are bringing an open shame, we have to turn it around. How we got to turn it around? By being real, by showing forth a testimony, by letting them know that I'm testifying, I'm giving glory and honor to the Lord because what God did. Listen, if I got picked in the draft of any sport, uh, and I say soccer because I played that when I was young, and if I was good enough to be in there, man, everybody would know it. Why? Matter of fact, not because I'm wearing the, the uniform on outside, but because I have a attitude that I'm a professional player. And you want everybody to know the same way it is about military, the policemen, whatever. They wear the uniform. They want everybody to recognize that they are part of that. That's the way we would be in Christ, believers. Let us put on our uniform of holiness and watch what the salvation of God will bring forth in us, through us, by us. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak to your people, ask you to move in a special way, God, that they may go forth and be and do that which you would have them to be and do. And Father, forgive us for our slackness, for not being all that you have called and chose us to be. I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers, we thank the Lord for you. I do. But I sure would like to meet some of you that I've talked to on the phone. 
make it a personal uh, visit and come to one of the services. As I said, we will have a service Friday night on the uh, 30th at 7.30 in East Point, amen, on Washington Road, uh, 2318 Washington Road. And then, or was it 18, 23? But anyway, I'll make it a point. You can uh, call me and I'll be more than happy to get you there. Uh, but I would love for you to come and be a part of our crusade uh, here in Atlanta. Uh, metro area and I'm looking forward to hearing from some of you if you have any questions feel free to call me at 404-293-7557 or you can visit our website it's brotherjamesware.org that's brotherjamesware.org we would love for you to come and visit the website and be a part of what the Lord is doing and how he's doing it. Amen? Not trying to recruit, just trying to get you to grow a higher heights and a deeper depths in him. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything.